This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. And whoop the goddamn to do, I've got some co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite quote, by the way, from uh, Killer Attack of the Killer Clown. No, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, that sounds like a great movie. Yeah, I would totally watch that. Definitely we, a cult classic. You got to go check it out. We watched, uh, we watched, what was it? Bro, uh, bro like, Bro Massacre 3. <laughs> bro Massacre. Yesterday, it was... It sounds fulfilling. <laughs> Best Is it on movie. Netflix? I might be interested in. Oh, I think fun. it might have been on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Prime, I heard that but you too. should totally like, <laughs> like. We we started to watch Birdemic, and oh, then yes. <laughs> and then I saw that on the like list of you know other good bad movies, and I was like, oh no, stop, stop no. Birdemic. We're gonna watch the Bro Massacre. <laughs> oh, you know, I actually love the movie Giant Octopus versus Megalodon. Yeah, I need I, to see that I've one. Heard of yeah. that one? No, yeah. I really liked it, and it featured like a a male Asian lead in a romantic situation. What? Which Oh, I have never seen before in a movie. Oh, I was going to say Western movie. Kim, I was going to say Kimmy Schmidt. But that? Oh, it's a it's a Netflix TV show. It's really funny. Oh, I thought she was an actress. No. <laughs> she's played by, she's played by an actress. No, but there's a No kidding. There's a, <laughs> it's true. Uh but there's a male uh Asian romantic lead oh, in that. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Good sorry. Show. I, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wait, who are we? What? You, you what may or may not be, just be able to tell, but we have a few Asians. <laughs> oh. Asian, right. Asian people, Asian types in the room. Yeah, Casey. Uh, uh, say hello. <laughs> what? Say hello to M3, Arisa Mahapan. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here for the free food. And what? And uh, we didn't offer you any. I'm the only one here that got free food, and it You're, wasn't from here. You are going to be very disappointed. Uh, we also have M1, Melissa Chan. Hello. Uh, and uh, M1, Dab and Choi. Hi. All Asians. And we also have Casey McCleary, not Asian, but uh, a lovely person. A lovely person, nonetheless. Token, token white. (laughs) Token white person. (laughs) Well, I'm the token male, so. Ah, that's fair point. No, what? There's two men. Oh, shit. There's two (gasps) white people, too. What are we doing? I was... Yeah, Dave. no, that was that was uh, emasculating. <laughs> that was incorrect. That happens was, to me all Dave. the time. It's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever your gender or, uh, or or ethnicity, it is a pleasure to have you on the show, uh, especially Melissa and Dabin today. Yeah, as, as newbies, excited. Uh, super cool to have you join us. What what uh, what changed your mind about coming to join us? What made you What made you go? You know what? I'm going to spend my Friday with Dave and, and mm-hmm. the gang. So for me, I just wanted to do it since the last semester, but I just never found the right time. But there's never a right time. You just have to sign up and do yeah. it. It's so. it's like it's like True. death and or breakup. There's never a good time. Yeah. <laughs> sign yeah. up and do it for death. <laughs> I've never done a breakup before, but maybe we're gonna been, break up. I've here. just been wanting yeah. to die for a whole semester. <laughs> now I finally just decided to just just go you for have to it. Go for it. Go for that afterlife. I wanted to try something during today's show. Okay. Uh, it's a familiar game that uh, I will call Dr. Forehead. Hmm. 
I've had each of you tape a piece of paper to your foreheads with a word written on it. The word has something to do with the subject we'll cover on today's show. Before we introduce the topic, that the person whose forehead holds the relevant word will try to guess what that word is based on the yes or no questions he or she asks of other people. Mm. And, <laughs> wow. Are we taking that out? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, now you gotta leave funny. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I just Med having, students it was like too. No, it was like <laughs> I've been having really, really bad GERD lately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's sorry why to, I can't sleep at night. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. to hear that. Uh, yeah. Our first topic today features an idea that is written on Arisa's forehead. Oh, goody goody gumdrops. Go for it. This um, one I, has my name on it. It was supposed to be mine. Yeah. Oh, but I was oh, faster yeah. with the alcohol, so. She was faster <laughs> with the alcohol. <laughs> just that's, that's. That's, context, context. It's putting nope, alcohol on her forehead context. so the sticker doesn't fall off. No okay. one needs context. Okay, am I an abstract concept? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so I am. Am I something that a social justice warrior would talk about often? Yes. Yes. Ish. Yeah. Well, they will. So I have yeah. to do with gender. Yeah. No, not really. It Hopefully not. Be. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So, can I say more words than just yes or yes no? Yes or no. Oh, oh just yes or no. Yes okay. or no. I hate these games. Nothing in life to? is just yes or no. So ah, true. actually, yeah. okay. do you want to touch some yes or no? Maybe. What is it? Of? No, yes or no. Maybe. No. Maybe. No. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, am I, do I cost money? Or no. do I involve money? No. no. No, no. Do I involve getting ahead in life? Probably not. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. Everyone just gave not. me a really weird look right now, and I'm really, yeah. <laughs> Do I involve... Can I give up? No. <laughs> um, do I involve a color? No. No. Do I involve cats? No. no. It could be. They don't have very much of it. But you know, Okay, do um, they have money? N- no. It doesn't have to do with money. Go back to your first question. Yeah, okay, yeah. Is, it, is it a, it's an abstract concept that a social justice warrior might refer to uh-huh. often. Um, it's having to do with cats. Cats are not abstract concepts. No, but like love is associated with cats. Getting closer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just go, 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 okay. go, on go in that area. Follow your heart. Uh, no. Okay. Does it have to do with goals or dreams? Mm. No. Mm. Closer to bonding. Yeah. Yeah. Think about like attachment. love. Right. Romantic yeah. relationships. Like that. Well, no. With cats? A lot of people have romantic relationships. Casey, we are a we are a judgment free zone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's. Uh, I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, give you a hint. Can at I just this give point. up? No, no. I'll give you a hint at this point. Um, it's a. It's a concept that I think many in this business that you are going to go in will business. find very helpful. Student loans. No. Uh, yeah, business probably. Is, oh, empathy. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You got it. Yeah, That's our, pretty good. Our first topic uh, today came from listener Mo, who has hey, a fantastic Hello, question Hi, for the group. Here we go. I've known I wanted to be in STEM since I was eight, and I committed to a career in medicine at 15. Mm. I am passionate about science, Somebody's the human body, medicine, and technology. Being a physician includes all of these aspects and more, and I am certain it is what I am looking for. Based on my demeanor and research, I am certain I would be an excellent physician Super. in the areas of medicine that do not require constant patient contact and interaction and focus more on the science of humanity, radiology, pathology, etc. 
I understand patient interaction is a part of all areas of medicine and I am not afraid of that. I simply want to contribute as much as I can to the discipline and the community with my strengths. But, I am not the most empathetic person and I am not known for being super friendly. I get along well with new people, I am comfortable in new situations and adapt well, but I do not want to spend day in and day out with belligerent patients who refuse to listen to doctors, believe the interweb more than science, have little faith in the system, and want to battle arguments about vaccinations. Am I deluded? I have had many people doubt me upon hearing my sentiments, claiming that I do not have the care or passion required that I need to want to be helping people directly in order to do this, or that I will never make it through the admissions process with this mindset. Mm. On the other hand, I have heard many people say do not go into medicine unless you can't picture yourself doing anything else. And honestly, I can't. Medicine is my future. Are there others out there like this? Am I a terrible person for not wanting to deal with people constantly? <laughs> Am I destined to be turned away yeah. from countless medical schools for not caring enough about patients? This is a weird admissions <laughs> essay. Yeah. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, it was uh, the oddest interview ever. I would, I would say, like... Um. um, Don't lead with that. In your right. interview. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you don't have to... I'm not saying deny and lie and say that you love holding babies and kissing children just all day. Just don't bring it up. Yeah, just talk about what your strengths are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like he said, he was interested in technology aspects. Mm-hmm. He was interested in STEM since he was eight. I don't know what I was doing when I was eight. Probably just play around. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's passionate about that mm-hmm. stuff. So just, you know, shine a light on the strength. My question is, why can't... Why medicine, though? If you are not True. empathetic, yeah. like why can't you apply technology and science in a different discipline? Mm-hmm. In like research or someone like MD PhD maybe or yeah, someone on the yeah. Facebook group suggested he go for a PhD in like some sort of biomedical science. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's actually not a bad idea. Right. Agreed. Or even like maybe an MD PhD because that's the MDN has a PhD. I mean, I'm just gonna say right now, I don't like studying. Like, I don't enjoy studying for eight hours a day, waking up at three three thirty, or wearing scrubs. But oh, I like scrubs. They're so comfy. They're so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> They're pajamas in the day. This is why people go into med school. Keep that in day mind. Pajamas. Keep that in mind. We should yeah. have uh, short code podcast scrubs. You know, scrubs that you have. Yeah, yeah, I like That's that. Great. I think you'll never have a. You'll have an uh, never-ending flow of students who want to come. I recently will not join us. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, had, I, ha- I had allergic reaction to like starch or whatever they use in school. Ooh. Oh no, you have to wear the tan ones. Yeah, now <laughs> I know. Uh, Dave, uh, I've been saying now you guys have a store for the Vagabonds podcast, right? Yes. So you should make short coat T-shirts. I know. Mm. I know. It's time. It. It's time. I'm just afraid. Well, we've it's talked, time. We've talked about. It I'm just afraid I'll do it and nobody will buy them. I'll buy it. Anyway, let's get back to Mo. <laughs> Hi, Mo. Rather than Sorry, our, Mo. our merchandising. Hi, Mo. One of the things that I liked about Mo's question was that he, I think, has a maybe uncommonly detailed understanding of who he is. Yeah, and that's, that's actually important. a good thing. I think that's great. That is true. Yeah. That is important. I mean, a, a lot of us secretly don't don't like people that much. Uh, and, and you know, I'm not saying I'm one of them. I'm just saying I think there are some, some people out there that don't yeah, like people that are, much. People are. are problematic, <laughs> to say the least. Yes, you may take that off. <laughs> um, so I, I like that. I mean, you get you got to know yourself getting into this uh, 
mm-hmm. into this yeah. business. Agreed. And yeah. I'm glad that he doesn't have this like super idealized 50, like normal mm-hmm. Rockwell view of doctors. Like, oh, I'm going to totally. come in. I'm a patient. They're going to love me. They're going to say, thank you, doctor. And they're going to do everything I say because mm-hmm. say that's not really true. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like no one, no one, no one likes belligerent patients who don't, who um, are non-compliant, argue about vaccines and believe in, I don't know, what whatever the new thing is, like goop. Oh, like okay. lactic oh, acid facials. Oh no, that's how. <laughs> that's, that's a dermatological procedure. Actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you may not want to do those things, but you have to. And like, I don't. Know, do you think that we need hope? At least those belligerent patients, or like the patients that aren't super compliant, are going to end up may like fifty percent of the time, or even ten percent of the time, following what you say or you prescribe. Because if without that. I don't know if you really last in medicine. Yeah, if you go in wanting to do, you know, like an MD PhD or like a like research or maybe, you know, radiology or pathology, then like, I don't know, I think that's pretty feasible, but you have to be prepared to get through the years mm-hmm. for that. Yes, exactly. Was, yeah. So you, like you have to be willing to put up with it for a while. Yeah, that was my that was my first thought when I read his question was basically this guy's going to have to fake it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To some extent, or at least, you know, tolerate. He, he gets along with yeah. new people. Fine. He, yeah. Most patients aren't that bad, honestly. Okay. Like, it yeah. happens. Most of, most of them are, actually, are lovely. Yeah. yeah. It happens, but most of your patients are actually, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do, like, do as little behavioral stuff as you can, though. Yeah. Like, do as little psych, because those people, everybody needs empathy, but those people especially mm-hmm. need a lot of empathy and patience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that Mo saying that he can, that he can put on a front, but whether, but even if he's screaming internally and dying on the inside, I think... <laughs> oh, we all do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I think that's his main concern, that because he's, even if he can appear, right. even if he can appear nice, but is, like, withering from the inside out... Mm-hmm. I guess the question is yeah. whether Mo mm-hmm. can stand that throughout medical school, yeah. whether mm-hmm. he can, you know, he's, he'll be okay with yeah. it because uh-huh. you'll yeah. have to go through all that. And whether yeah. it's worth it to him to get to, right. yeah. to radiology yeah. or pathology yeah. as opposed to taking a different route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd, I'd say that I, if he seems to be a very, he seems to be a very articulate, very, um, very sciencey based person. I think that mm-hmm. I think that would be a good thing for like pathology and radiology. Yeah. yeah, there are other. I mean, there are other options too. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like public health. Yes, you uh, don't have to see anyone. Uh, Kyle in the group uh, specifically pointed out uh, Iowa's state epidemiologist who mm. oh, Quins- yeah. named oh, by right. the name this of Patricia awesome. Quinslick. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Quinlisk? Quinlisk, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. She, uh, he said she pursued medical school for a really unconventional reason, knowing she never wanted to see patients and instead wanted to work on epidemiology. I mean, yeah. yes, there is a period of time during which you will have to do your best to empathize with your patients and figure out you know where they're coming from and all that kind of stuff. And who knows, maybe you might learn that you're not actually as unempathetic as you want. Right. They just yeah. frustrate yeah. you. I mean, I think it's also worth trying to like practice some empathy, you know, mm-hmm. like volunteering somewhere or yeah, try it out, trying to right learn now. things about maybe people like a group of people that frustrates you and try to understand yeah. where they're coming from. You don't have to agree with something <clears throat> to like understand, you know, that, that 
the people who don't get vax don't get their kids vaccinated i they also drive me nuts but yeah. they are doing what they think is best for their kids mm-hmm. even if they're even if they're, even if they're wrong, wrong. Totally, <laughs> they're totally wrong but like their intention is good and i do think that counts for something i'm not like a pu- pure yeah. utilitarian no. yeah no i don't i don't doubt it at all that people who don't who who like take all this effort to not vaccinate their kids mm-hmm. and like do all sorts of weird goop stuff like steam clean their vagina and stuff like that ah! no no don't do that yeah but i have no, oh, i have no the microbiome Where did you hear about that don't do that oh, goop Yes. People. No. Yeah. But I don't. I don't doubt that they're coming from, <laughs> from a good heart. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and also like a lot of the people. This, this okay. This is gonna sound terrible, but honestly, it has helped me be a lot more sympathetic towards people. Mm-hmm. Is just realizing that like humans are dumb, and that includes me, and that includes you, especially yeah. me. And and <laughs> right. and even if you're even if you're intelligent, like everyone is dumb at some point and everyone is a little lazy or a little bad natured or a little something like humans are imperfect and Mm -hmm. like to acknowledge that is to take a step towards empathy because then you stop you 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 look at people and you're like okay why are you not doing these things Mm -hmm. like that i tell you to do because you should just do them because i tell you and obviously i'm right um Mm -hmm. but it's not easy to do things so do you guys think mo is did he use the word empathy correctly in this in his statement because empathy i feel like can be applied to populations right like in the way of quinlisk like she's Mm -hmm. empathetic towards Mm -hmm. populations but if that if he means he's not empathetic for like humanity which i don't necessarily think is the truth but Mm -hmm. interesting that's kind of i I didn't think about it that way interesting i just i felt that he was more referring to like he like interpersonal connection yeah yeah. Yeah. then i agree yeah yeah, not population wise but just taking like an example from the from like a from a patient i really saw identifying with identifying information removed it's like yeah he's got like a personality disorder a conduct disorder has been in like has been in jail more than he has been out of jail for a variety of reasons that are not not entirely innocent not absolutely like non-compliant will not show up to dialysis will not show will not take his medications and ha- exhibit some pill-seeking behavior but like mm. at the heart of that you see yes this is frustrating but this is a man who is definitely in pain this is a man who who is who is who is having his issues and i don't want him to have issues i think at the end that's yeah mm-hmm. yeah part of empathy for me too is the idea that when one of us is better we're all better yeah mm-hmm. like i generally i genuinely want this person he might he might be very frustrating but i generally want him to get better i generally want him to not be in pain anymore mm-hmm. yeah one of the things that uh i think it was mark mubarak pointed out um was that physicians are sometimes called upon or called upon to be leaders which ideally requires a certain amount of empathy if you want to do that. So if your goal, Mo, is to become a, um, a leader of people, then, you know, that may be something to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, there was nothing in Mo's question, I thought, that made me think, no, you should not be a doctor. I think one of the things, as, mm-hmm. as you guys pointed out, that that you might think about is where do you want to go to medical school? Mm-hmm. What kind of school do you want to go to? Yeah. If you, I, you know, I so I spoke to um, <clears throat> Amy Ahern, our uh, assistant oh, director and, of admission. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I said, uh, you know, I, I said, uh, what do you think about this question? And and her thought was similar to mine, which is, 
you know, you don't want a school like Iowa, perhaps, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. we are into primary care, we are into uh, service, we are into humanities. Humanities. Mm-hmm. These are things mm-hmm. that yeah. emphasize one's connection. Right with other people yeah that's why i came here and he should maybe try to explore those a little bit you know yeah, i'm not gonna say you know don't close it off have an open mind and it's uh, always good to have a bit of empathy but we would say that right i mean we're here yeah there there are other medical schools who emphasize things like research um that uh you know are more focused on creating specialists Mm -hmm. um for instance and those specialists would include you know the traditional you know sort of the things that we joke about um you know the radiologist, the radiologist, and the pathologist, and the epidemiologist, and the what other ones? Am I missing any? I wonder. The, I wonder if surgeon, orthopedists. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if orthopedists are very are, empathetic. Yeah. yeah, I would be interested if we we should know. ask a radiologist, pathologist right. if the stereotype if is actually true. Yeah. yeah, do they agree that someone who goes into their field should be empathetic or not, or do they need it? Because. I don't know. I I think I'm feeling a little protective over medicine right now because I want everyone who goes into medicine to be empathetic and to treat our patients mm-hmm. accordingly. But I think surely that would be yeah. the ideal. Yeah. 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 Course, I mean, no, even if you even if you were going to go into even if radiology or pathology right. were like the epitome of you know right. filled people not filled with empathy, <laughs> um, yeah. which I I do have doubts about. Um, whether that's actually true yeah but uh empathy can only i think increase your abilities as a, as right. a physician mm-hmm. yeah. for me at least if you care more about the thing that you're maybe you're a radiologist so for me like uh i'm a student first year so if i care more about the subject then i become more good at it yeah. so yeah. if you yeah. maybe happen to care more about the people then you might be good at it as a radiologist good at your job or pathologist maybe good at your like slides oh and then i read somewhere that there's going to be a medical school that only accepts people from um engineering background Whoa! yeah oh. I've, heard, I've heard that on the so that where's could that be the option i don't i don't remember the state i don't remember where, where but there's there's going to be a lot more medical school hopefully in the u.s yeah and, and they'll presumably focus on like biotech maybe yeah that. probably so Sweet. definitely look into that if you're yeah yeah and okay. and it's okay to consider other like associated fields like mm-hmm. phds yeah. and yeah you're not like giving up or losing just because you choose a different path well yeah. and as a as a phd student or as a phd um eventually uh, you may be in a position to benefit medicine mm-hmm, and patients absolutely. in a way that doesn't require you to put up with their foibles. Now, <laughs> as a PhD who is, let's say, running a lab, you are a leader. And mm-hmm, so right. you'd have to consider whether or not that uh, you know, affects your, your, you know, your lack of empathy or right. that you say you have you know affects that ability but you know right that's a good point because yeah. i was in this lab and then pi was not very communicative <laughs> and not very empathetic to their um employees and then you know it could it could create a lot of problems so yeah. i think some empathy can go a long way it can apply to any field so just you know people are people and yeah you, know, you can't people you can't uh we, you can't isolate yourself from you know the the uh, 
Well, you can. The annoyances, yes, but that would, that would, <laughs> Watch re- me. That would require a cave and a mountain somewhere. Yes. Mountain. We're social Eight creatures. Um, For the most yeah. part. Yeah. Well, just best of luck, Mo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to. I, you know, I didn't know. I don't know. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say. Uh, do we really need to talk Mo about this question? The other. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm applauding myself. Well done, Casey. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to say was that, um, and I don't know how far along Mo is on his path to right, yeah. getting into medical school. That's I mean, he could be 16 for all I know, but Ooh, right. um, hey, if that's true, awesome. Uh, there are requirements that mean to get into mm-hmm. medical school that mean you have to do things like shadowing and things yeah. like you know clinical experience mm-hmm. and all that yeah. stuff so that sort of adds to the long road mm-hmm. of putting up with human beings right but it'll help you know if you can do or want to do because well, most see, people can but like do you want right. to mm-hmm. well see that's the thing though i mean or is there a better approach right. yeah do what you want to do though yes you should go so Thank you, Mo. Yeah, thank you Thanks, for uh, for the questions. Great question. Yes. Um, I wish you luck in uh, in your journey. I think I think we all do. Mm-hmm. And um, let us know how it goes. Yeah. You know, maybe uh, you know, five years in the future or wherever, you can give us a call and say. Uh, you I know, mean, reality. Despite my lack, of, <laughs> yes, <laughs> or something. <laughs> or like, I'm in family practice, and I actually love children. Yeah, <laughs> I love people. Oh like no, that. we're joking. Wherever you end up, like we, you will hate people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay true to your people hating self. <laughs> We'd love to know, and you're gonna do great stuff. Yeah. Yes. What's the term? What's the term for that? Not, not xenophobic. Misan- misanthropy. Misanthropy. Yes. Misanthropy. Your misanthropic self. Our next topic is on the forehead of Dabin. Oh. Oh, I'm so bad at this game, though. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, Arisa was super good at it. Oh, dang. She got there. She got there in there. She got there. That's true. Uh, that was good. Uh, oh, are you were sarcastic? Yes. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that's the first thing. That's oh, the first night nice I've heard about me today. Aww. <laughs> You're a wonderful person. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Second. Yeah. Oh. So go ahead and ask uh, um, or ask some questions. Yeah, now. is this an abstract concept? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, like a yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, what question should I ask? Are you just using my questions? The world. Yeah, of I was. I was. You know, okay. plagiarizing. Go by bit. subjects. Right. Mm. Is it? Um. Is it like emotion? No. no. It has to do. Emo- no. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Emotion. Oh, em- oh, I thought you said in motion. Okay. No, it's oh, right. emotion. Emotion, no. emotion, yeah. Like no. feelings. I thought you no. said like it was in motion. So I was like, okay. Okay. Um, that would be really weird. <laughs> okay. God, I'm... That's oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But mo- emotions can have this. Yeah. Emotions you know, can have this. Can they? Yes. This is yeah, going I nowhere. Guess. I have no idea. Okay, can we can we give you a maybe? God, why are we so bad at this game? Yeah, I'm, I'm just These bad. These are hard. You, yeah. can, you can go. Dave. Of course, you could do maybe. They're all abstract concepts. Yes. yes. Just get that out of the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, do people use this every day? I, <laughs> no. No. This concept. Definitely not. No. I mean, the really? concept exists every day, but I wouldn't say oh. to use it on a regular basis. You don't, you don't really, you don't you don't really use, use it. it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh I have my. no idea. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, go. 
with yeah give me some guidance i'm so bad at this can you like name like school subjects or something school subject like medical yeah. school subject what no just like overall like is this a math concept or is oh yeah a- okay is this like a history concept no no is this like a psychology concept no no um social concept no, no. math concept closer sort of. what Closer. Okay. <laughs> Go down that road. Is this something to do with um, math? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's related yes. to math? Numbers. Yes, but no. No. <laughs> yes, but no. So earlier we were talking about that medical school. That oh yeah, is it engineering? Yes, it's related. Yes, okay. related. Very related. Related. Um, we're cheering you on. Biom. Oh wait, technology. <laughs> Let's do warm and cold. Oh. Cold. Cold. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, Engineering. earlier Irisa thought that you said motion and mm-hmm. she said... Ooh, like a mechanical stuff. Yes! yes. Warm. So, so warmer, like... Warmer, Robot and stuff? Did I pronounce it right? What did what? you say? Robots? Yeah. Robots. Robots. Oh, robots. Yeah. Oh, no. Robots. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so motion subjects. Motion Engineering. Engineering. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I'm sorry. You can't give up. I was about to give up. You <laughs> Can can't I give up. Give up. All right, it's... listeners, time to call in. <laughs> physics. Yeah, there we go. Physics. Oh, it's yeah. physics. Oh, no, um, but it's a concept oh. in physics. There are literally billions <laughs> of concepts. There are not literally a billion okay, concepts. Sorry. I, I, okay, high school somewhat. physics. High school, high school physics. physics. We can basic start there. physics. I don't think that's going to be. Basic None physics? None of us know anything beyond Newton? like basic physics. Come on, they just passed it. Oh, Newton. Newton. Yeah. Newton. Whoa, inertia? Yeah! This is Why? so hard. What? <laughs> no Who screen- asked the question about... Yeah, no Who's screen- screaming sorry. into the microphone? We sorry. Screaming Very the- sorry. I guess it was this. inertia? Wow. So, wow. It was a hard one. See, so we, we, we couched this in terms Motion. of physics and, you know, science. But, uh, in fact, what it's really about is um, uh, institutional inertia. And the reason we're talking about it is because in the news this week is research... Uh, that says, okay, so here, here we go. Here's another, here's another question. What comes in a bag is dripped into many, many hospital patients' veins and is pretty much the standard of care for preventing dehydration and maintaining blood pressure. Normal saline. Yeah. Benzodiazepines. No, <laughs> that's not it at all. Yeah. Oh, it controls my blood pressure. <laughs> I think this is interesting because new research is showing, or new research is showing that uh, the humble intravenous fluid saline might be responsible for 50 to 70,000 deaths and 100,000 kidney cases of kidney failure every year in the U.S. Who published that? New England Journal of Medicine. Mm. Lactate ringer manufacturer. Uh, Yeah, right? Yeah, do they have any conflicts of interest with colloids or with uh, with, with lactate ringer? I didn't look into that, but (laughs) the study says that something called balanced fluids, which is a concept I'd never heard of before, Mm. is a better option. These These are more like plasma they contain potassium and other electrolytes including and plus water and in clinical trials uh patients who got saline now percentage wise they experienced a small increase in adverse kidney events and death from kidney failure percentage wise around a percent mm-hmm. but the number of patients who get saline hmm. is very is high so very high i mean everybody who goes right i mean yeah not everybody but everybody who goes into the hospital gets saline everybody. almost literally yeah. everybody <laughs> and uh, so that represents a lot of patients but here's the kicker Sa- uh, saline is cheap and available mm-hmm. and everybody gets it right so is, so are balanced fluids in fact mm. uh, the same people who make saline also make balanced fluids and the only thing preventing us 
according to the article I read, it, from switching over to this is institutional inertia. I mean, people are just used to mm-hmm. what about know, ordering saline. There, it's the similar cost. It's the similar cost. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do we believe the study? Yeah, I want to see the data. Is this isn't yeah. a systematic review, is it? Is it? it? So well, it. I don't know. Uh, I could not get to the article in the New England Journal of Medicine. I'm sure you guys know how to do that. I was trying to get to it through Hardin Library, and their website wasn't working today. So, I, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't completely say. So, I would specifically like to know if there were any associated risk factors with people who are more likely to have kidney failure on, like, if they're already in stage three renal failure. Maybe we should switch them to lactated ringers, but we can continue normal saline for everyone else. You know. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, is there a small, per- is there a percentage of people that goes from perfectly normal kidney function to like kidney failure? Great you know? question. And also, is it reversible? Are we talking like acute kidney injury or are we talking like well, I mean, long-term I, damage? I suppose if it represents a hundred thousand cases of kidney failure every year, that, that would seem to represent yeah. it. Wh- and, Do they pick back those, up though? Okay. Are those directly attributable to normal saline or was the person going to have kidney failure anyways? That's what, that's kind of what I'm asking. Like, were they already at Mm -hmm. a higher risk and maybe this tipped them over the edge, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, there are at least two hospitals though, who believe strongly enough in this and they're not small hospitals, you know, Mm -hmm. who have made the switch. Super wow. I don't um, think it's a bad idea to switch. I've always kind of wondered why normal saline was like the standard good enough. Fluid, yeah. mm-hmm. I just figured it was because it was cheaper. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, how much harm could a bag of salt water do, I guess? It depends <laughs> on what you, you do with it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you hit each other over the head with it, it could, could cause <laughs> uh, concussions. But <laughs> well, going back to talk about institutional inertia, I think that Actually, um, maybe me and all my naivety, I don't have that much experience at this particular hospital, but I think it's actually a pretty good thing. At the pace that um, that we're getting new research and new sciences that are coming mm-hmm. out, this everything is moving very, very fast. Mm-hmm. If we were to react to every single change and every like every time a new study came out, then that would be that. I think that that would actually lead to more harm. That that would lead to a lot more um, instability, a lot more. What's that word for it? Well, I mean. Locks. No. Yeah, so, flux just change just and like, confusion. Yeah, confusion. yeah, yeah, confusion. We a lot of medical know. errors exist because we change processes or like mm-hmm. don't do it in the correct way. So yeah, we poorly poorly implemented changes. Mm-hmm. No, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah, I'm not saying like everyone has to stay the same forever, but I'm just saying that I I think inertia is a is a good is a protective factor in this case. Yeah, mm-hmm. some some things are a little too slow to change, but mm-hmm. but some inertia is probably for the best yeah yeah it's like prevents whiplash <laughs> yes <laughs> yes no actually inertia actually technically causes whiplash yeah I was like, uh-huh. well, you know but you know what okay. i mean i have a very good example of something that was very rapidly adopted by the medical profession and turned out to be awful All lobotomies right. oh oh, oh. Phlebotomies? Lobotomies. Oh, okay. Phlebotomies, fine. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like one guy came up with it and then everybody was, and he was like, hey, here's like five people. They're they're perfect. It's great. And then everybody started doing it. And we know how that happened. And it really was not good. Yeah. Good point. Mm -hmm. So there there definitely are things that, that can catch on that can seem super legit. And then suddenly you realize that they're not, and there's already some guy driving his van around shoving ice picks into people's brains. So I just, uh, by then it's a little late. In his van? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he went around in his van. Not a horse drawn carriage and no. buggy. This no. was in like the 50s. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, that's uh, mm, 
That's it's like sketchy. ice cream van, but not. That's pretty sketchy. Um, yeah, no, he was like a, I'm pretty sure he was like a real doctor, though. So people trusted it's, him. It's funny and that in hindsight. he had very good intentions. It's funny that in hindsight, this seems like, you know, well, yeah, don't like, stick an ice pick in people's brains. <laughs> and just swiggle it around a little well, bit. Well, we do like, cut people open all the time, so. Yeah, but we don't just. Like, do this, yeah. 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 Maybe. And we're swinging our hands around if you can. Maybe, like, yes. maybe in the future, people will be like, can you believe what they use to rehydrate patients? Right. Salt water. They right. probably yeah. will. It's yeah. true. They probably will. Yeah, but, and I look forward to that time when we have a, when we're like, when we all know it's all better and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But until then, is gonna give you some saline. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just a pretty conservative, I just are on the side of, of being conservative a bit more often yeah. than we should. I mean, in this case, though, the if it costs similar, it's not like like switching to lactated ringers is a pretty small thing. Like it is already a thing that we know and use. Just not as many people use it. So this is a pretty low risk change, I think, to make. But I'm just suspicious of everything. But no, but your 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 point stands. Like yeah, I mean, I'm not advocating still... that you guys leave here and be like <laughs> go overthrow your resident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong. I read a study. I, I, Dave said. Like, who's Dave? Like, who's Dave? Hey, Never mind. Center. Never mind who Dave is. He had the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, keeping an open mind, I guess, is probably a good thing. Maybe go, maybe yeah. go and look at the, maybe go and find the article that I could yeah. not get. To. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd really like to yeah. look at it first. We can't let institutional inertia stop the conversation. And yeah. We still have to keep doing that and the research and see where it goes i think that's why we have a two-party system we have people who are like well sorry i mean the yeah, two-party don't system get me is such Never a mind. failure no, 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 sorry. Is... I, I just mean i'm glad that we have i meant i meant we have two viewpoints some we have someone agitating for change and we have someone that's like no actually actually it's true it's yeah. true yeah, yeah. I, yeah I did not true. mean those two-party political system <laughs> Our next topic yes, uh, pertains, Melissa, to a word on your head. Okay, so we know it's um, it's an abstract Extra concept. concept. Uh-huh. Um, should I go through the method of by subject, like Dobbin? No, no, you okay. shouldn't. Yeah, you just shouldn't. take another route. Um, mm. Is this related to people? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Psychology, probably. Yeah. Absolutely. To a certain extent. Really. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I disagreed, but... Um, Maybe more sociology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is it diversity? No. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The word is not diversity. Oh, okay, no, no, no. no. It's, it can be... It's a type of diversity. Not really. Yes, it, it is. It is a, type? a component... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it's what I mean. Concept of, associated yes. with that. Yeah, yeah, listen that's, to his words, not that's mine. That's where I was going. <laughs> uh, race? <laughs> ethnicity? You're, you're I, going in the right direction. That's the right direction? Yeah. I don't know. Should we say warm or lukewarm? Warm. Warm. Um, pretty warm. Warm. When um, they talk about this, they usually bring up race and ethnicity. Affirmative action? No. Oh, no. Mm. That's, that's true, though. Mm. Mm. Um, it's like you're edging towards a hot tub right now, but you're not there yet. <laughs> so it has to do with. So it's related to diversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Race yeah. and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're getting out of the pool, looking towards a hot tub. She wasn't even out of the pool yet. <gasps> She's at the shallow end where, people, where a lot of people. You're peed. there. You're on the. Oh uh, 
no. There's a lot of yeah. kid pee think in of, that end of the pool. Think of um um it's well that's kind of warm though. A lot of people yeah. talk about it too. <laughs> yeah. All the time. You have it. I have it. On the it, internet. Has it. Yeah. Um gender. Uh, Close. Almost everybody has at least some component right. of it. You no, know, I would say that everyone has some degree of it. Mm. Almost, identity? Almost everyone. Well, everyone has identity. It's related to identity, <laughs> yeah. So almost everyone has it? Oh. I mean, you'd some have to be like sort, yeah. very particular to like have basically none of it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure there are everyone people that meet that criteria. Yeah, if you're dead. No! Well, I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, you're you're passing the pool. You're passing the towel stand. You're very <laughs> you're metaphor. Good. Yeah, you're, you're pa passing the towel stand. I have a I have a different metaphor. You've been put in the microwave, but we pulled you out, and it's still cold in the center. <laughs> oh. We got to throw you up and put you back in uh, for more time. I hate that. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said it. <laughs> we put the pierogies in. You only yeah. gave it thirty. Well, yeah, we didn't seconds. put you in the microwave. Like your idea. Like your idea is you, in the microwave. <laughs> you are a pierogi. Mm. A delicious potato cheese pierogi. Mm. Yeah, this is not helping her. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging what that. Do, what do yeah. angry people on the internet talk about? Right. They talk about this all the time. Yeah. Like if you go on Tumblr, social justice. Oh, oh, you're so close. It's like check your. You know. Oh, yeah. Like your I, privilege. I we're in the microwave. Da da Davin just pushed you in. Yeah, the right. Sorry, I, no. Like, stop touching the water. that a little bit. Our listeners yeah. probably appreciate that. Yes, uh, we're talking about privilege. Um, Rob Humble suggested that we discuss this opinion piece from the Washington mm. Examiner, which I will link to in the show notes at theshortcoat.com. Um, as I do just about everything we talk about. Rob Humble suggests. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I didn't Honestly, even. I heard it's pronounced umble. No. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> so it's written by the husband of a medical student who, on her first medical school interview, heard a physician wondering aloud why it was so difficult to attract applicants from disadvantaged mm. backgrounds. Because expensive. Uh, 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 that was a very good article, actually. Full disclosure. Mm. I don't know if anybody in this room can be classified as uh, uh, disadvantaged. Okay, and I'm not going to make that argument uh, that we know what it means to be disadvantaged. But I think we can use our empathy, mm -hmm. Mo. We're min to, uh, minimally disadvantaged. Yeah. I wouldn't say not at all. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we all have, uh, everybody in this room has mm -hmm. advantages that we can drop on. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like we have the privilege of being in med school. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we, so, uh, we, <laughs> I'm not in med school. <laughs> as I have in to an oh, no, As I have to keep reminding myself. Uh, Medic for medical schools, this is a really important problem to understand. Why is it so difficult to attract applicants from disadvantaged backgrounds? Because um, those applicants are actually highly sought after right. by many, mm -hmm. uh, especially public yeah. medical schools. Well, there aren't that many of them to start with. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem... So why aren't there that many of them? Right. Why? There'd be the problem, the author says, comes down to three, three, three things. Grades, money, and connections. Yeah. Mm. Um, admissions committees, for instance, look for impeccable academic histories and high scores on things like the MCAT. 
Which you know, is understandable. You, you don't get those extent. types of scores uniformly across all demographics. I mean, mm-hmm. that yeah. Just, yeah. You know, disadvantaged students usually get lower scores because they simply don't have the educational advantages of their wealthier peers. They can't mm-hmm. fill out $2,000 for a prep course. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean that they're not smart. It means that they can't prepare for right. the test taking in the same way. And there is there are strategies <laughs> to test taking that some people are naturally pretty good at, but others totally suck at. And it doesn't necessarily correlate with how smart you are all the time so they come from or they come from uh places in the country where the school systems are not doing so well they don't have enough money and Mm -hmm. so they don't have that advantage of having a really strong uh primary education let's just put the barriers are coming up way before middle way before med school Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's in middle school elementary even yeah even as a kid five years of life yeah well and if your parents are around to like Try to help you learn things and do or work. were they busy Little like coloring working. workbooks with yeah, you and mm-hmm. reading like, to you, singing? The other thing getting in the way of attracting these applicants is, as we sort of talked about, that the money that you got to spend on applying to medical school. So I'm it's sure huge. everybody listening to this probably knows that you got to pay MCAT prep course, or you can pay MCAT prep course yeah. uh, fees. Got to pay for the MCAT itself and the application fees. AMCAS. Um, I think I think the figure I read was 135 to take the take the that sounds M- something like that cat, something like that yeah yeah wait to take the sounds MCAT right. at least oh wait to it's, take the MCAT is actually higher it's it might be more, more yeah the MCAT the mm-hmm. first application is like what is it 225 yeah. and then every subsequent application is like 90 bucks yeah I got my uh, I feel like MCAT was like 200 mm-hmm. I think I've read that the MCAT I'm gonna it might uh, have gone up the MCAT too, cost 350. Uh, yeah, like that. That. I used like a program called Fee Assistant Program through MCAS because mm-hmm. I was yeah. qualified for that, and it then Fee Assistant price was about hundred, so it's yeah. definitely more mm-hmm. than hundred. Yeah, I mean you can you you can take advantage of those right, yeah, uh, those programs to sort of lower your mm-hmm. your exposure to those but fees. Yeah. It's hard, even but they, with have, the program, they have very yeah. they have very specific requirements. They do, yeah. yeah. They require tax returns. You have to prove that you're poor. To get <laughs> and poor enough, not yeah, like poor just a little enough. bit poor. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's funny the people. A lot of stuff. I mean, and if know. your parents won't help you, but your parents are rich, then like, yep, yeah, <laughs> that must suck. You're cut <laughs> off. Um, travel costs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, where? How many schools did you all apply to? I applied to a total of thirty schools and reviewed at like half of those. I think. Wow, that's a lot. Like, that is a lot. Uh, Wait, it, no, not half. Like maybe just eight or ten. No more than that. Do you guys know what the average number of schools people apply to? It's nope. going depends up. on your it's state. quite a bit. Yeah. But trend is California yeah, I mean, applies California. everywhere. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like 30, 30 was that pretty was pretty average yeah. number. Mm-hmm. That's like average. I was fortunate to get a bunch of interviews, but yeah. I understand that some people. I have heard of people applying up to fifty. Yeah. Yeah. The trend is definitely going up because people don't know if they're gonna get it. It's becoming competitive, so they want to raise their chance and mm-hmm. so they just apply a lot and then mm-hmm. they go to all the interviews they try to. Oh. So yeah, that yeah. costs a lot of money. It adds yeah. up. Yeah. Buying yeah. books, guides that uh prep applicants for applying. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> uh even buying interview clothing. You know, yeah. can yeah. be can be a barrier for some people. Yeah. Ber- UC Berkeley's yeah. website I found uh puts the cost of applying to medical schools at on average about $7,500, which is not an insignificant sum of money. Is that including, that seems a bit low. Well, I mean, for you, no, that is low. Bare minimum. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the bare minimum. I mean, like how, how, 
how much are plane tickets? It's already like... Yeah, I don't know that they included all of those costs Uh in there, all of the costs I mentioned, because I just listed costs that I knew would be... They may have said, in addition, there are other... Sorry, I I thought that that was a whole like overall thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, I mean, no, I'm glad you said that because I didn't I didn't make that clear. Mine wouldn't have been nearly that much because I only interviewed here. Um, but I did have to fly back from Seattle for that. So. Yeah. California. It's different for everywhere. everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. it's very different, but definitely California students are like. Mm-hmm. Prepared shell out. <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not for the application, it's for travel. Oh, so there's mm-hmm. privilege. There's there's privilege of coming from a state that's small enough and needs a lot of doctors and yeah. so i had a big advantage even though iowa only takes like half in-state and it's yeah. still competitive for in-state but mm-hmm. but it's it's less competitive than the california schools mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and and we've had uh discussions on the show before about the connections that one needs mm-hmm. just to get enough clinical experiences to apply what do they is there a requirement overall for clinical experience numbers or there's hours? no real number unlike PA schools, but it's You're highly encouraged, and you you yeah. probably will get a lot of questions if you haven't done mm-hmm. any volunteer work. Right. Wait, can some like volunteer work? I can understand, but shadowing is. Can someone explain to me what? How do you have connections to get into medical school? So, if you have parents who are physicians, I don't. It is much easier. And okay, so if if you let me put it the other way, if you don't have parents who are physicians and you're poor. Mm-hmm. for instance, it's going to be very difficult or comparatively much more difficult to get, say, a shadowing experience mm-hmm. because you have to cold call people. Yeah, I never did find a way to shadow a psychiatrist. And, and you, so you, you have to call people up who don't know you and say, can I come and hang out with you? It's weird. I consider myself a pretty advantaged person. I still had to do that. I can't imagine what it's yeah. like for someone who doesn't have an advantage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cold calling is not fun. And then pile on top of that, you know, the fact that you may have to work for, uh, to, to mm-hmm. you know, live. And so you don't have a ton of time to like say, you know, take two weeks or I don't know, this arbitrary number, but take two weeks and just do shadowing, mm-hmm. you know, to get your X number of hours, yeah. 4,000 hours. I don't mm-hmm. know if that sounds high, but, yeah, that's cool. but yeah. um, you know, that stuff takes time. And if you don't have that time because you're doing other things that are needed to live, then, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of a problem. Wait, but I'm really curious about like, what do you mean by connections? It's like, can you call someone? They'll get you into medical school. No, no, no. no. Connections to get like shadowing opportunities, or maybe get into a lab no. when you're in high school to do right. some work. I literally yeah. just like, meant the connections needed okay. to get those yeah. experiences, to get the experience, mm-hmm. so that you could mm-hmm. even be competitive. Mm-hmm. But if you're like yeah. super privileged, I know some people who can call and make the decision. Oh. You know, th- it happens. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, you know, someone who's in this big um, lab person knows mm-hmm. someone else, someone else, and yeah. then make a call, boost up their chance in getting in. I mean, that's a privilege too. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know that you could have connections to get yourself into a lab and stuff like that. One, Wait, of, my, so one of my college labs, the professor's son was in college at the same time and was pre-med and doing like biomedical sciences. And so he came over the summer and just worked in his dad's lab. Yeah. Um, it was that easy, you know, yeah. whereas like I had to like, write an email to him and like go in and talk to him and try to convince him to like let me in his lab and, or something yeah like that. It's just you know it's a connection yeah relatively wealthy how do um, i get connections yeah <laughs> try being richer have you yeah. tried not being yeah. poor <laughs> have, you tried, <laughs> have you tried changing families have you yeah. <laughs> yeah increase your chances by going to med school yeah, yeah. 
I'm a pretty good connection. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dave knows people. I know some people who won't <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> Don't That's we all? Sarcasm too. Yes, that is. <laughs> okay. Um, no, he means really, that people won't listen to him. Okay. No, but like. I found. I, I found it. After it, I really want some connections now. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Now you can be the connection for the people who's. That's true. You know, good point. Uh, we're at the point. That's we a good point. Connection you be, want to see in the Yeah. Room. But you know, no. if you look closer, maybe there's a person who needs your help, and if Aww, you're willing, nice. yeah, you can be that good connection that can boost someone's. Like I don't know. It go to, go work you're at. You're not the, there yeah. yet. Go work at the STEM Center in Oakland. That I'm I heard. Not there yet. I heard Disney is gonna open because of Black Panther. What did you hear? I can't even write how that's true. I hope I hope this is true. No, like in in Oakland, like in. Have you guys seen Black Panther? Yes, I'm seeing it today. Oh, it's oh, very yeah, yeah. good. It's not a very big spoiler, but they, um, at some point make a a STEM place in in Oakland, like with all of their, like yeah, I would say Wakanda no, wealth, right. uh, and Wakanda's the country. The, the fictional country, it's not a fictional oh, country. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. movie, yeah. In the movie. Okay. but you know, in the movie, they're like super rich, and they, you know, haven't really been doing global aid at all, and everybody thinks they're poor. But they find a way to like build uh-huh. this center because a lot. One of the big themes of the movie is like, like people with African heritage helping other people with African heritage who are like in America, you know, and like trapped in the slums because we do have a population like de facto segregation problem mm-hmm. um, like that. And so it is, would be kind of shitty to acknowledge in the movie that that is a thing that should be done, like that those neighborhoods need more investment in them and then just like not do it. <laughs> so wow, that's I, oh, I, I hope that they're actually going to do it. I, mm-hmm. I heard I heard that they were planning on it but interesting I, yeah. you might you might want to fact check that out, yeah. i really hope that that's a right. thing because yeah. it should be yeah you're more right that would of be, a thing that would be pretty shitty to be like <laughs> we think yeah. this should happen <laughs> but we have all this money <laughs> and we're not, we're not gonna, gonna actually do, do it, it. <laughs> sorry <laughs> look how great it is that it happened for these fiction yeah. <laughs> it was just for the movie <laughs> you know I, awful. I found this claim in the article very interesting i did run it by amy um according to the article some schools make a distinction also between paid and unpaid experiences um yeah that was weird and that a poorer students let's say a poorer student who's on a work study program so getting paid but through work study Mm -hmm. their hours would count less than volunteer hours oh really i don't think that's true what did amy say amy said that definitely not at iowa Mm -hmm. um is it possible elsewhere? We don't really know. It might depend on how you list it on your application. Well, AMCAS does ask... Because so they ask to you the to article, separate them. They do yeah. ask you to qualify whether or not something is paid or unpaid. Mm-hmm. Because do. if you get paid, you can call it like a volunteer work. So maybe yeah. to make that distinction, maybe they ask you to... If you I guess so, but it does not. imply... The yeah. fact that the question is asked on the AMCAS application does imply that this is important... But and I, so would be important to medical schools. And so I'm wondering if this is a perception problem on the part of the person writing the the article um, that, in fact, mm-hmm. it's not especially relevant, but it is, it is but because they ask a question, yeah. it seems relevant. I don't know. Because yeah. I actually think it's, it, well, it should. And I have heard that it should play a role in the opposite way so that someone who has to work and they write about that in their disadvantaged statement mm-hmm. about having to work and you back that up by listing it as a paid activity mm-hmm. that demonstrates that you know you spent a lot of time 
working at a restaurant or something yeah. in order to go through school and thus you don't have the necessary yep. hours right. and we have always said on the show for people who have asked to people who have asked you know is my gap year experience for instance mm-hmm. a good gap year experience do a and, gap year and the 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 response has always been <laughs> americorps if you can you know the the important thing is being able to relate it to your application it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like you know i for a year i was albert schweitzer you know like it's it, it that's not as important as what you got out of it and what you can you know argue that you got out of it absolutely um, do, do something that wasn't sitting in your parents basement smoking weed like that's <laughs> really just do something oh, and you can spin it that's why dad's not in that school you don't even have a basement i didn't do that is he smiling i think he's crossing his fingers he's crossing his fingers um so yeah i i mean i i think i i think this uh particular article has problems but i think it does bring up you know a lot of good yeah. uh good points about privilege and mm-hmm. and how it's it can you know create problems for right. that sort of diversity component that we all say we're looking for and the the article in the end basically says we need to look at all of these qualifications all of these things that we ask medical students prospective students to achieve before coming to medical school and decide whether or not these are arbitrary things whether these are absolutely necessary whether they uh systematically disadvantage other people Mm -hmm. or exclude other people that might not be able to get those things I i can say that amy you know felt strongly and i think everybody i've spoken to here felt strongly that this we look at the whole applicant here and yeah. you know not mm-hmm. we don't you know put up these arbitrary barriers eh, I, I think you know you got to have good grades and stuff but yeah well we don't necessarily put up extra barriers know. but those like amcas and general barriers are still going to be yeah. there and there's only so much that individual yep. schools can do about that yeah absolutely yeah. and i think if we really want to encourage more people from disadvantaged backgrounds to be in med school we have to start younger mm-hmm. and that's why like stem outreach is so important mm-hmm. yeah. like exposing children from dis- disadvantaged backgrounds to role models that look mm-hmm. like them yeah. um talk about their experiences that are really similar and then encourage them to get into medicine yep yeah have you guys participated in any of those uh, stem activities that we do we yeah on occasion yeah yeah, yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit i'm not like a huge kid person that wait, is our show no, you guys wait, what about what about my concept what was your concept it's the most brutal concept of all nothing what <laughs> Does anybody get that joke? No. God damn it. Somebody, y'all need to go watch Metalocalypse. Okay. (laughs) We're clearly on culture. Someone out there, someone out there is is like. Is that a cartoon with metal bat? Yeah. I I understand some memes. Wow. You guys should. Yeah, this is. (laughs) Someone out there is like dying of laughter right now. Like, someone appreciates my terrible joke. You hope. (laughs) I hope. Uh, if you're dying of laughter out there, <laughs> if you're dying of laughter out there, we'd like to know about it before you expire. <laughs> um, so, you know, get in, get in touch with us at theshortcoats at gmail.com. Leave us a message at the 347-SHORT-CT, just like Mo did for today's show. Thank you, Mo, again. Mama, uh, thank that's you, our Mo. show. Arisa, Melissa, Davin, Casey, thank what? you so much for, take- for taking the time to uh, hang out with me today. Thank you, Nuss. Calm sorry down. I'm sorry I freaked you out. It's okay. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> And if any listeners have ideas on how to increase diversity, I oh, feel yeah. like oh, yeah, good. send it our way. Yeah. Good mention. Yeah, and thank you listeners for making us part of your week. If you like what you heard today, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us come to the attention of other listeners who might 
benefit from our show. It was my free food. Or at least... Uh, <laughs> we told you you'd be disappointed. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you don't like what you heard today, let us know why and we can talk about that. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox and our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. I believe my pager hasn't gone off yet. <laughs> Great. Great.